Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. As always, likes, comments, and subscriptions are appreciated as they help out with the channel. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Bitcoin and Ethereum struggle to move higher. Very sad. Leo accelerates. This one says technical analysis. And there's a photo of two warriors fighting. I don't understand what that at all has to do with Ethereum. Ethereum just saw a key technical correction. But the 100 SMA is still strong. I'm sure it is. I'm, I'm sure it's completely just intact. And this one says Litecoin price analysis. Bulls are struggling near $56 and $58. I, I hope they get it together because what will they do otherwise? I'm sure you know exactly where this is going. And I simply, and I'm going to do this daily because I, I really want you to understand uh, why our prices move and where they are moving uh, every single day. What? You guessed it. Yeah, crazy, right? Stocks extend their Fed sell-off into the fourth day. U.S. stocks tumbled. In a turbulent session on Wednesday, as fears of combative Federal Reserve policy to rein in inflation continued to weigh on sentiment, so stock markets around the wall, around the wall, around the world fell because of the comments that the chairman Jerome Powell made a couple of days ago about inflation, basically saying <laughs> the nonsense that the Fed thinks that they're doing to try and. Uh, real in inflation is not working because we could have all told him that before. All it's doing is allowing people to lose their jobs and destroying supply chains and what have you. So as a result of that, they said that they may continue to be aggressive or hawkish as the term is being thrown around uh, with interest rates rising. And therefore, as we do not know, and I've been looking around, there's no real indication as to what the number is going to be. Remember how before people were like, oh, they're going to raise it by an entire percentage point. And then the Fed was like, no, we're not going to be that aggressive. And people were like, okay, it's going to be 0.75. And then stocks rallied on the idea that it wasn't going to be 1%. It was going to be 0.75%. And we're kind of in this really weird in-between now where we have indications that they're going to be hawkish. But we don't know how hawkishly they're going to be on the exact numbers. And until we get an indication of that, we're probably going to be doing some uh, sideways and or downwards movement across all markets. Needing to reiterate that once again, all markets, because I'm still seeing people, I don't know, I, maybe people are just doing it as a joke at this point, because I would assume people have brains, right? And people can think. We're on that same exact page. A lot of people keep talking about like, whether it be crypto or the stock market or the housing market, there's like a lot of, I, I think people love this idea of making other people afraid and being like, well, this is it. We're at the end of the rope. And it's like, no, markets will recover as they have always done. Like the world is pretty messed up right now. But once that gets smoothed over or forgotten about, prices will move back up because that's, that's what always ends up happening and has been happening for like, like 150 years or something like that. Anyway, um, the only stock markets that are kind of open right now are the ones in India. It says Sensex falls by 500 points. Nifty is roughly around 17,600. 
dragged down by IT, metal, oil, and gas. That's a whole nother topic that we don't even have to discuss in this video. Wall Street ends August with a whimper on Fed worry. Yeah, the stuff we were just talking about. As there's no actual indication as to how aggressive that they're going to be. Uh, the stock markets around the world are fumbling. Sometimes you'll see like uh, some of the, not even futures right now. Futures right now, I tried looking for futures news as to what the day could potentially bring. And also the stock markets around the world also have some kind of red-ish futures. So get ready for, oh, also um, happy September 1st, everyone. I just noticed what the date is. It's already September. This year has flown by. I, I don't understand the days seem so long, but the year seems so short. It's quite, quite odd. So, yeah, at the moment, um, everyone's kind of just waiting to see what's going to happen. Uh, it appears that the next meeting by the Federal Reserve is going to be on the 20th to the 21st. We'll see exactly what's going to happen. It says the meeting will depend on the totality of the data that we receive, I, I think we're also expecting more um, uh, job loss and or not job loss and or money making from company news or some, somewhere along those lines to like sh see how strong the economy actually is. I mean, it's garbage right now, but you know, they need these numbers to lie to themselves. So yeah, uh, the cryptocurrency market is down, but it's like sideways down, like everything is down by like one or two percent. Completely trending basically sideways, nothing too dramatic, nothing is down by like 49% over the course of a day. Uh, stock markets around the world are down, futures are also in red. Uh, maybe September will be better, nobody knows if this is your first time in markets, this is just what happens, you kind of roll with the punches as they say. That's all the price news, stock market's still garbage and until they move up, we can't move up news. And yeah. Let's move on. In popular news, Binance Us, a San Francisco-based subsidiary of Binance, has recently added support for Cardano staking, according to a recent announcement. The trading platform offers 6.4%. That's... I'm... I think that's really good. I've seen other platforms only offering like 3.8 or like 4.9. 6.4% is actually kind of good for ADA. They said another week, another new staking offering. The exchange introduced support for high yield staking in early June in an attempt to compete with Coinbase, which I'm shocked that they even have to do. If you haven't been here for, and I know that I say this every video, but it's always the past is always relevant. Coinbase sometimes charges like a 25% fee. I'm going to make sure to, you know, I'm somebody heard me and they missed it. So you know how like if you have like a credit card and they're like, hey, your fee is 2%. And then if you do something else, like if you have like a mortgage, random number, they're like, hey, your mortgage is 8%. See, 8 and, and then number 2. Coinbase sometimes charges 25% as a fee for staking or for other things on their platform. So I'm surprised that anyone's still using them. Binance also has a 0% and a 0% fee for uh, Ethereum and Binance, geez Louise, Ethereum and Bitcoin on their platform. I, I, I really am shocked that anyone's still like actively using Coinbase for anything. Because 
I'm certain. I don't know what the number is, but I'm telling you right now, Coinbase does not have 6.4% for Cardano staking. The initial list of proof-of-stake cryptocurrencies were Avalanche, Solana, Cosmos, and it says some other coins as well. So this is very popular. Anything with Cardano. Cardano is the same as um, Shiba Inu, Dogecoin, not so much Algorand anymore, but they're like excitement coins. Anytime anything happens with that coin, it ends up making super popular news. It previously used to be XRP in the past, but because of the the SEC corruption, this is kind of where we currently are. So yeah, um, Binance Us, I know it's US, calm down, uh, has added support for Cardano staking. Uh, wonderful. I assume it took so, and, and I, I was going to make a joke about why it took so long, but I was like, it's because it's America. Like everything always takes a very long time. Uh, I hope people in New York and Alaska also got it because that for some reason, you know, United States, but only 48 states is a little weird news. Yeah, cool. So if you've been looking at steak and don't like cooking, that was a terrible joke. And without further ado, let's move on. But this was also it as well. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, finance us. In, oh my gosh, this news was a, a little bit too popular for me. Luxury brand Hermes is laying the groundwork for its entrance into Web3 after filing a trademark application covering NFTs, cryptocurrencies, and metaverses as well. According to a 26th of August filing to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, or USPTO, the trademark covers downloadable software to view, store, and manage virtual goods, digital collectibles, cryptocurrencies, and NFTs for use in online worlds. That's very interesting that the word cryptocurrencies is here. A lot of other times we've only heard from these kind of companies. I think Gucci, Louis Vuitton also has a patent for it and a couple of other places for either their own metaverse or also to get into the NFT space for those of you who are. Remember when I told you that NFTs were definitely going to be here forever? Hey, here we go. This is kind of the proof. Usually they don't mention cryptocurrencies. They'll have like a separate thing where they are accepting cryptocurrencies for payment, but not actually a patent for a crypto. So does this mean that they are creating their own cryptocurrency, which is going to fail because no one's going to be exclusively using Hermes coin? Or are they having a patent for their own cryptocurrency wallet so that you can buy stuff not only in a metaverse, but also digitally through their platforms? Question mark, question mark, question marks. It also filed trademarks for retail store services featuring virtual goods, as well as a fashion and trade show, an online virtual augmented or mixed reality environments, and for providing an online marketplace for buyers and sellers of virtual goods. And there's a tweet for it right there, and subsequently also the trademark application. Uh, super popular news. I assume it's just because it has rich name attached to it. It's the same exact way. A couple of months ago, every single time that we got news about any major fashion brand, it was Nike, then Adidas, and then I'm pretty sure it was Gucci, and then Louis Vuitton announced something. There was another one. Hublot. The one with the watches. They also... Hublot. They also announced something... And then there were two other companies. So basically every other like major uh, luxury fashion brand has announced over the course of this year 
that they are getting into the cryptocurrency metaverse NFT space in some sort of way. A lot of them have already created their own NFTs like Nike and Adidas, uh, which are selling for huge amounts of money. Uh, It's kind of a uh, wait and see game still. For those of you who are unaware, I am very much into NFTs. I buy a lot of NFTs all the time. Uh, But we are in a bear market. So I'm accumulating to kind of like see where it takes me because I have a very strange inkling that once the stock market begins to pump once again, crypto obviously is going to begin pumping as well. And then, you know, subsequently, when people are looking for extra ways to make money, the NFT space is also going to jump up once again, because that's just how the cryptocurrency space has been for the last like 95 years. So yeah, that's the Hermes uh, metaverse coming soon, probably end of 2023 news uh news yeah very popular news let's move on it however was not as popular as this this was the most popular news story of the day this week ticketmaster entertainment incorporated revealed that the company will give event organizers the ability to mint nfts Via the Flow blockchain. Once again, Flow is in the news. We had Flow news a couple of days ago. I keep forgetting what it was. Ah, there we go. Jeez Louise. Uh, Facebook Meta slash Instagram announced that you can now mint or send NFTs on their platform, websites, apps. Um, And it is through Ethereum. Polygon, which is on Ethereum, and also Flow once again. This is, I think, the fourth time that we have Flow news this week. I am almost certain at this point. Now, this if, if you don't understand this, I don't know how to help you. I'm pretty sure that Flow is a corporation uh, chain, uh, much like Algorand. And what was the other one that was... Oh, uh, Tezos. That was really popular a couple of years ago. For those of you who don't know the story... Basically, a long, long time ago, many moons ago, um, the only cryptocurrencies I got paid attention to were Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash because of the whole fiasco, uh, Litecoin, and a couple of other random coins. Cool. At some point, Coinbase and before Binance got really big began to announce, hey, we're going to add other coins onto our platform. And they kept on adding coins that no one was asking for. And I was like, it's really weird that I don't see anyone talking about this on YouTube, on Twitter, nowhere. But they keep adding these coins. And then they were adding staking for them. They were adding support for them. They were adding this for them. And they were adding lending for them. And it's like, okay. So I came up with the conclusion that, and it's kind of obvious at this point, that there are, of course, corporations and companies behind the scenes who have no real... The, 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 the point is, uh, they're trying to make coins or cryptocurrencies or digital assets, uh, but at a corporation level. You have to understand, think of it this way. Now, this is the most logical thing I can give you. Once again, if you don't get it, I, 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 I'm I, not here to hold your hand. The idea is, why wouldn't a company simply use Xcoin? No, they'd rather create their own chain. Simple. You have to understand that as a company, a gigantic organization, you have to make sure that there's a certain level of centralization. And I know someone's typing already that there's a certain level of centralization when you're doing all of these things because you are a mega corporation. You can't simply give up all your assets onto a chain that you don't have some sort of 
control over. Not that I'm calling Flow centralized because I sincerely do not care. Like, I don't own any Flow or Mo or Joe. I, I, I don't own these coins. It's just simply me telling you what's happening. It's the same exact thing before. Remember when, uh, once again, no one was buying this coin and all these companies were like, uh, what was it? Which coin is, um, I think FIFA's using Algorand as well. And there was another, like three companies who were like, we're going to be using Tezos. And it's like, okay, this coin was made behind the scenes. It probably had funding from these companies and organizations. And now that this is the chain that's been launched out there, uh, this is the one that they're going to use. And Flow is definitely one of these coins uh, because it's being adopted way too fast and way too quick. Uh, billion dollar companies would not simply be jumping on a random chain. It would be one that they had uh, thrown money and support into before. The same exact way that you've seen, and I mean, we've had these charts thousands of times for companies who are in the cryptocurrency space. You know how like a lot of times we get um, news and it's like, hey, X company is making a cryptocurrency fund or has joined into this collaboration with these nine other companies and they're each giving, you know, $55 million. Where do you think that $55 million went? They're not just simply buying cryptocurrencies. They're also trying to make their own chains. It's the same exact way before we were talking about the reason why countries want to make their own central bank digital currencies or make their own stable coins or bank want to make their own whatever they're also trying to make because you can make money by using ethereum or even building on top of bitcoin or making a side chain or whatever the other you know things are but you make a lot more money if it's a chain that you already put money into and you have an actual like stake in that chain uh anyway you get what i'm saying right flow seems to be a corporation chain but that's not gonna that's actually gonna only accelerate adoption for it because i've had that conversation with people before and i don't know do you what what fantasy world do people float around in? Because I would I would love to see it. Like I would love to be in the world where corporations and companies uh, left crypto alone, and crypto was kind of just growing on its own, and you know, uh, no government intervention and stuff like that. But alas, here we are. So of course, this is last November. Ticketmaster said it was working with Polygon, but since Super Bowl LVI LS fifty V fifty six. Ticket sales and distribution behemoth started working with Dapper Labs Managed Flow. On the 31st of August of this year, a sports business journal reported, report, okay, detailed that Ticketmaster will allow event organizations to issue NFTs using the Flow blockchain. Organizers will be able to mint NFTs before, during, or after an event of, what? Is that supposed to sound magical? Like, you can mint it at any time. So, like, of course they can do it during an event. Like, is there something like that stopping the chain during a Lady Gaga concert that would be like, oh, we can't mint right now. I'm so sorry. Okay. And it can represent uh, tickets or memorabilia, VIP tickets and rewards as well. The report notes that the ticketing agency has already minted 5 million NFTs via the Flow Network. Uh, clients that have issued NFTs include the Black Crows, the Apollo Theater, and Gavin DeGraw. Is that a place or a person? Anyway, the news is, uh, this was the most, I don't understand how, this was the most popular news story of the day. I didn't know that Ticketmaster was still that popular, uh, but alas, here we are. So, uh, Ticketmaster selecting flow for their tickets. I haven't checked Flow's price. I assume it's the only coin that's up again. Uh, for some reason, does that guy have two heads? If you So look at blonde woman, and then blue-haired woman, and then brown-haired man. Next to him is another face, but that's not his face. 
Oh no, that's an old woman. I can see her hair now. Why, why aren't they showing her body? Are those his hands? Why is she so far into the corner? What was I saying? It was something about blockchains. Flow something. I don't know. Anyway, the point is the other day, Flow was the only coin that was up uh, based off of the Facebook news and everything else fell. So I assume Flow is back up once again. Um, yeah, so if you, listen, if you've, if you've been ticket mastering and you, you can't wait to get some uh, NFTs from Flow during, during the concert, which is, you know, the craziest part, because I don't know how they're going to do that. Technology hasn't come that far yet. News. Yeah. All right. I have no idea where I was going with that. Let's move on. Also in super popular news, and I love it. For those of you not looking at the screen, the the news title is Eurozone hits record inflation of 9.1%. But the photo that they're using is of Gandalf with his arm around a young elf woman. I'm not sure who or what that's supposed to be. uh, Pointing his staff at the sun that has the euro on it. Do they think that Europe is is full of elves and and mystical wonder? I don't. Why why is why is why is Gandalf the photo for for Eurozone news? August marked the ninth consecutive month of rising inflation for the Eurozone at nine point one percent. In July, the official inflation numbers landed at eight point nine. That's which was also a lie. Landed at eight point nine percent. The Eurozone consists of 19 countries. What? It does? That's crazy. Would have never known that. This comes as the European Union faces a massive energy and gas crisis, largely because of one country that needs to just leave everybody else alone. But they've been doing this for like 100 years, so I don't expect anything new. Current prices for daily necessities such as food, gas, and electricity have soared across the continent. And there's a chart right there, and it goes, wee! goes all the way up and everyone's like, I can't believe it. But all our government was doing was printing tons of money. Why would that have caused inflation to rise? Over the last month, energy prices made up the largest price push, up by an annual rate of 38%. And I, (laughs) hear me out here, why isn't that 38% factored into the 9.1%? Because I'm pretty sure that would show inflation at a lot higher. We've gone over that thousands of times. (laughs) I'm saying. Uh, anyway, it says while food, drinks, and puff puff all rose by an annual rate of over 10%, former EU member state, the United Kingdom, also hit a 40-year inflation, um, rate of 10.1% in July as well, and it's, it's so funny how easily you just can manipulate inflation numbers to be like, oh, it's, no, what? No, it's, it's only, it's only 8.9%, it doesn't, no, what you're looking at is like, well, you see, people have to pay for these things, but they're not inflation. Rent rent rose by sixty. Yeah, rent rising by sixty five percent doesn't equate to food. So of course the inflation rate is only nine point one percent. You you little silly. Of course it doesn't make any sense. So this was also quite popular news that inflation keeps rising and that people are kind of shocked at it. Um, one of the most Infamous or in the news stories right now is the um, the gas and heating problem and electricity problem across Europe uh, because of uh, the country that shall not be named, basically like Voldemort, 
the one that keeps poking everyone and they need to just poke themselves and uh, that one. Uh, they're causing more issues and it's believed that across the European continent in winter, electricity, gas and petrol and everything other prices is going to be soaring. So look forward to that news sometime around November, December when you hear about all the other nonsense. Yeah, this was also... Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't put the words together quite popular news. It's more of a one of the headline news stories of the day that uh, inflation's pretty high everywhere. All right. Let's move on. Also in the news, and this was it, I'll go through it, but it's written so oddly. It, it, it sounds like it was thrown into Google Translate. And then like another translate platform and then another it, it as opposed to its previous negative press this time around the headlines about Terra Classic are all positive. The network has only recently begun allowing staking of Luna Classic, but there seems to be a lot of interest, a positive development on the road to rehabilitation. See, no one talks like that. It's, it's some kind of translating that did this in an effort to get the Terra Classic network back up and running. The team behind it has been working tirelessly. The staking infrastructure is one of the network's most eagerly awaited features. The most recent data shows that the staking facility has been successfully implemented. No one talks like that. It's great news and evidence of the community's unwavering support for the network. I can't read anymore. My brain's hurting. So the news is, remember the last couple of days we kept on seeing, uh, I kept on seeing, and at the end of the video, it was also like Luna Classic. Uh, its price kept on going up, and it was just Luna Classic and Flow and one other coin that kept on going up. So apparently the news is, uh, once again, fear only lasts for so long. Terra Luna Classic, there we go, uh, has now staking. And I think the original chain has staking, but the new, or the old one also has restaking as well. And something like that. I don't know what's going on, but... The point is, yeah, people have completely forgotten about the downfall of the coin, and a lot of people have been accumulating, and the rumors now floating around once again is the whole, uh, can we hit one cent? And then from there, can we hit a dollar? I mean, nothing seems impossible anymore. If you had told me back in 2014, 15, and 16 that Dogecoin was going to get near a dollar, I would have laughed in your face, but, you know... Here we are. Also, XRP rising from... I think Dust was actually worth more than XRP. And then it goes to $3.60. So, anyway, um, I've heard of a lot of people in my like investment sphere, circle, corner, uh, who think at some point this coin could go back up to a dollar. There are a lot of whales. There, there's, I'm seeing a, a huge... And I've been seeing it the last couple of weeks as well, and I didn't really get it, but I guess this makes sense now. A large amount of um, Terra Luna Classic and Shiba Inu whale news. Like, you know how, like, a lot of times we there's always Shiba Inu news? Uh, but then there's also, like, a whale just... Some whale the other day bought, like, 45 billion Shiba Inus. And I was like, oh, my gosh. There's, like, so much at one time. It's also happening for Terra Luna Classic because the price is so low. People are buying up millions right now uh, in anticipation of potentially one day during the next bull run and hitting a dollar or something like that again. Anyway, this was also popular news. Terra Classic has a new staking feature. Fantastic. That's wonderful for them. Let's move on. 
Also in the news, um, Bitcoin's mining difficulty continues to rise. Uh, a lot of the articles that were talking about this uh, made sure to mention that despite the bear market and how terrible things are and bear, blah, 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 and all these other crazy things that the hash rate continues to go up. This is actually quite interesting because normally what happens is, is that uh, during a bear market or a down period, we tend to see people who are mining Bitcoin unplugging their machines because if you have indications that it costs $26,000 for monthly for your machines to create a Bitcoin and Bitcoin's price is at 20000 well, you unplug. You go, well, I'm, you know, I'm losing 6000 every single month just trying to create an entire Bitcoin. On the flip side, uh, we've seen historically that people keep their machines plugged in or begin to plug in more machines even if Bitcoin's price is low, if they believe that there's some type of recovery, like right around the corner, like IE, they go, I don't really mind losing 6,000 per month because I'm anticipating a rise to 40,000 and therefore I will have made up any losses, if you will, that I made up or had before. It's quite fascinating to see, especially because I think we like just like a couple of hours ago just hit a brand new all-time uh, hash rate um, high. So that's very interesting to see. I'm most excited. About, I mean, I know it's a while away, but I'm most excited about the next um, having because we are we, we we already like there's barely any Bitcoin coming out of the sh the machine right now. It'll be even even less during the next time. So I wonder mm, basically where prices will be without, you know, having to say too much. Yeah. So. Bitcoin's hash rate keeps rising. This is very bullish news. The, the network is more secure than ever before. But it's fascinating to see that people are uh, still doing this despite prices being where they are. Because normally we get that like doom and gloom news. Oh no, the machines are being turned off. And then we get all the other sad news and we're supposed to be terrified until they plug their machines back in. Prices start going back up. And then we go, oh yay, everything's recovering like it did every other time before. That's the Bitcoin hash rate continues to rise uh, despite prices being low. Fascinando. Yeah. Let's move on. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on. Empire Queen, Roman, Geba, Bitcoin, Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony, Ambroski, The Dealers, Den, Captain, Something, and Aziwe Lay. Ooh, breath. Mobarazzi, VB Nerd, 21, Miguel Grillet, Lauren De Silva, Quarter Bitty, Troy, All Good, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro, Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin, Stoyo, Nosromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Biliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grayson, Wise Knight, Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cold D3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nick Manji, Alavori, Jim Garden, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodemic, Boatface, Anytime Fitness, Mars Corner, Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger, Macho, Nisa, All Crypto with Lionel and Crayola, Michelle, URL. Whoa! Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel who clicked the little join button below. Thank you to everyone who has left a like, a comment, has subscribed, or is still here. Thank you for all the support on the other channel. I do appreciate it very, very much. Thank you to everyone who keeps commenting on that channel. I, you're all superheroes to me. Like I really, <laughs> I really do appreciate all of the comments for the algorithm. At... The Memento Bitcoin is currently at 19906 It is down by 1.7%. 
nothing too crazy, nothing too spectacular one way or the other. Ethereum is down by 2.5%. Binance Coin is down by 3.8%. Anything crazy going on? Any coins down by like 95%? Leo Unis said Leo Leo is up by 4.68%. Must be nice. Anything else? Internet computer is down by 5.6%. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about. Jeez Louise. Luna Clash. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, for, for, for reference, Luna Classic a couple of weeks ago was coin number like 900. For those of you not looking at the screen, uh, Luna Classic is now coin number 38. Yesterday it was coin number 57. It is up by 54%. Um, I'm, I have a very strange inkling. We're going to get to one cent before anyone realizes it. And I think it's going to be one of those really crazy comeback coins and... Yeah, so get ready for that because once we get closer to a $1 Luna Classic again, you know, that's all she wrote. ApeCoin is down by 4%. BitDAO? The fudge is that? Is that by 2.5%? Where's Flow? Flow. Where are you, buddy? Did I pass by it? Flow, Flow. Oh, no, okay. Flow's here. Okay, whoa. Flow is down. What's going on, Flow? Being used by Ticketmaster. What's happening? Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? In XECE Cash? Oh, which is coin number 57 now. Whoa, what are the odds? Is up by 8.04 percentile of points. Yeah. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching listening, commenting, and or supporting, and I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you. (laughs) Had to wait till I scrolled back up. See you.